pretty much fuck today. It's November 11th, 2020. I want to talk about Veterans Day. Um, that's my brother in the background here. You got to deal with that. I don't got in my own studio yet. I like to talk about black veterans in particular. And uh, let's get this started. I got to get some shit off my chest and fuck it. All right. So this is Mark A1 Day One. I'm here in the basement, aka the booth. And I'm pretty much talking about Black Veterans Day. Yes, I said what I said. Black Veterans Day. I don't have a problem with saying that because the black veteran doesn't have a voice pretty much here's how most veterans see veterans day in general super sick of thank you for my service super sick of hearing thank you for your service i'm not gonna speak for all veterans but i am gonna talk about the black veteran in general number one i don't have a list this is off the top of the dome I got some shit to get off my chest. It is November 11th, 2020. Hey, Brute, you don't got to be shy. You can jump in anytime you got some angry shit to say. I don't got a studio yet. So the whole thing I'm talking about right now is the black veterans perspective, a.k.a. Marquez perspective. And that kind of fucking matters because now that I'm financially liberated and free from the burden of shit on my goddamn mouth because I don't like what's going on in my company, or my branch of service, anything like that, etc. I can talk about the cognitive distance. Let me talk about the things I enjoyed just to start off so everyone doesn't turn this episode off immediately. The people I met, fucking awesome. Can't complain about a majority of them at all. Now, I don't know if you know, but I'm from America. And if you know anything about America. They're super fucking racist. Like America with a triple K. So only imagine how it is in a smaller population inside of America. Like magnify that racism by like 30 times. Here's what I do like about the military. It is the most progressive organization in America. And I'm, I, I can go tooth for nail with that pretty much with anybody. And I literally mean anybody. Bar none, any organization, I find the military the most progressive in America. And I still have a problem with it. I'm sure some people are going to be like, yo, if you have such a problem, why don't you get the fuck out of here, man? Well, first things first, my family's here. So fuck you. Um, Second thing, I needed a job. I needed to work. Unlike some of you motherfuckers listening, you just don't get a chance to go out and just do shit off of your parents' fucking coattails. You know what I mean? Some people got to go out and do shit. And that's most black people's story anyway. Most people joined the military because they were in financial strife. I'm a millennial, so college was promised. Some of us executed it. Some of us didn't. By the way, college is a fucking trap. Not the topic of the show, but black veteran perspective. I, I, I got to say, the black veteran is uh, is highly muffled. You can't even say misunderstood. They're silenced. Like, literally. And I, I want to talk about it. Pause for a second. What are you drinking? Ginger ale. Oh, all right. Yeah, the black veteran, silence. It's fucked up. Um, 
point in case, and this is not um, an end-all, be-all, but just, just understand the things people experience in regular America, you experience in what I'd like to think any branch of service, but I can definitely speak on the Army and I can definitely speak on the Air Force firsthand experience constantly. Let's go something real small, sideburns, blackmail, sideburns. We're talking about dress and appearance and how heavily regulated you are as a specific black American dude in particular. It is too easy to really talk about the shitty cards that black women are dealt enlisted. I'd rather have a black woman talk about that. We're probably going to touch on a few things, but understand you can't. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to compete with the victim Olympics, but I do got to get some shit off my chest about, again, black veterans. How many times have you heard your friend say something of the sort? Like, wow, it's really fucked up here. It's crazy. This last situation was bullshit. And they couldn't necessarily tell you why it was messed up. One or two things could be happening. They think you may not understand. Because sometimes it is blatant racism. And if you're wondering what racism is, at least to me, because I find most American definitions completely wrong, it is an economic battle. That's why race is even a topic on Mark A1 Day 1, because racism is business. It's economics. Before I deviate too far from my point, if you ever had a colleague, friend, associate, family member talk about a fucked up situation while you're enlisted, even if you're a contractor, yeah, man, they're probably right. There's nothing they can do about it. I give you a circumstance. Credentials. Some people remember or still are going through Enlisted performance reports, education, off-duty activities, all this good stuff, right? Well, what I like about the military is a lot of the times there is no face to the name, but in the good old American fashion, culture takes place, and you can, I don't know a percentage, most people can tell. An African-American black name versus your regular old Joe name. Even though there's a lot of lost culture, there's a lot of different other things going on there. You're going up for awards or you're going up for promotion or anything like that. Sometimes tests are standardized. Look, what I'm saying is to the black veteran, you're not crazy. You're not out of your mind. Those situations exist. They happen. It's it's not far-fetched that your instincts are just on point. And sometimes you don't even you don't even know how to describe it. And that's okay because you're not supposed to be equipped to deal with racism in of itself. But I do want to equip you with economic strategies. I do want to equip you with some ammo, figuratively speaking, to fight back. That's why I love talking business with y'all. That's why I love talking about your economic liberation and your steps to essentially be autonomous. 
And just so you don't have to depend on anybody. For so long, I had to depend on the military. I had to ask for permission to see my family. I had to ask for permission to take time off. All while being told that I was nothing but a thug. Being told that my sideburns didn't meet regulation. The passive aggressiveness for black veterans, black enlisted people in general, is astronomical. There's no metric that I can give you to tell you or show you how shitty it really is for a black veteran. And uh, if you can't tell, I'm heavy on the black because it needs to just be said. It's 2020. I think a decade, 20 years from now, history will look at this as the rebirth of an actual revolution. These are the baby steps as of right now. People got a problem with the riots. Well, fuck you, man. People got a problem with all the civil unrest. Well, motherfuck you. Here's, here's the issue when it comes to these topics. There was a situation where a lot of people were saying, we don't want to be shot by the police. And then all of America fell apart. That's not an exaggeration. I'm not making that up. Pretty much it was like, we're done getting shot by the police with fucking immunity for these guys. That's what it pretty much was. And it was just like, all right, we got to grind up one of these fucking people in the meat grinder of America to sacrifice them. So the, the small population of black people that are here keep quiet. Imagine that same tension enlisted, right? Everyone wants to think of saving Private Ryan, all this other shit. No, you're, you're, the, the whole military experience really isn't like that. It's a job. So we're to the point where we're talking about thank you for your service and all this other jazz. And it's like, look, there are a few people I want to thank for their service. And I, man, a few of them are enlisted, you know, were. I'm not going to say their names because I'm going to say a lot of inflammatory things. <clears throat> At the end, I may say a few like famous people I look up to, I suppose. But they're already outspoken. But here's the deal. I can't say their active duty names, their government names, because they're still enlisted. And these are motherfuckers I love. I, I, I look up to and I, and I adore them and their families. But they're constantly still reminding me like, Man, you did a good job by leaving. This is bullshit. And they're senior NCOs and officers now. A few of them are about to be senior officers. And they still got to go through bullshit. We're just now living in a year, 2020, where we have our first black woman Marine. To I, uh, I don't remember her exact position, but I think she's like the commander of the actual branch. The first one-star black woman, I, from what I understand, right? And then that's like a, I think that's like a huge deal, but it shouldn't be. I think the other, uh, other deal is, uh, there's a, um, there's there's a huge push for this new black Joint Chief of Staff in the Air Force, and I 
I mean, hats off. I'm, I'm happy for anyone progressing in their position. But even that man had to speak on the civil unrest in America right now because of black issues. Dealing with the broken promises and social contract that America has simply violated. I mean, America has a good role in doing shit like that. And I don't know why we're surprised, but I want to get back to the black veteran. I don't want every episode to be like this. I just, in particular, one of my friends hit me with, yo, happy Veterans Day. And I had to let her know, like, yo, I'm kind of embarrassed in my service, quote unquote. What is to be thanked for? What did what did I sacrifice? I guess is the question. And I can speak on this in authority because it's my life. I'm, I'm Most people don't got to agree with this. And, I, and I'm proud of that. And most people don't have to hold these views. But I want to speak for a small section that never gets a chance to get heard. And the black veteran is that section. It's a, it's a fucked up life. You're constantly challenged. And your loyalty to America, right? So, you ever heard of the statement, I don't see color, but I do see all green. I don't see color. I see us all as blue in reference to the Air Force, in reference to the Army. I, I can tell you why that's bullshit. It's uh it's bullshit because um you can't shed culture. And unfortunately in America, skin is associated with culture. Your mannerisms associated with your culture, your race, right? And I think until we have a good sit down about an honest conversation regarding race, mandated reparations. All these other concepts that are taboo to really talk about. And that's fucking nuts. We're talking about a country that dropped nukes on other people. But we can't talk about race. That's mind-boggling. It's not to say we can't talk about it. Because we literally are at this point. But it's to say we don't get anywhere with it. Like, Why is this such an off-putting topic? Because if you really want to solve the problem, you diagnose the issue. So for the black veteran, you're in this rock in a hard place where you love the people that you had a chance to work with because you go through a lot of bullshit. And I suppose that's the only good thing about, about a struggle is the camaraderie that you build with hopefully some common, like-minded, very decent people. And I like to think I lived a majority of my enlisted contracted life like that. I, I developed relationships with some really decent people, and I hold those to this day. But being a black veteran is such a double-edged sword because your style, the essence of who you are, is actually suppressed, even in the regulations, specifically in the Air Force, Shaving waivers, kind of a big deal. Black people, our hair curls, right? Mixed or any sort of variation of black people want to talk about. Most people with shaving waivers have curled hair. Now, a quote-unquote white person that does have a shaving waiver, even they're ostracized to a little bit because they look like they're kind of like, I don't know, 
trying to skim or play the system where it's like, look, here's how fucked up it is. Here's, I will do an episode on this later because it does involve economics. But racism fucks up the so-called white person too. But in this case, black people with shaving waivers, they don't, they don't get the same respect as far as dress and appearance as your common enlisted member. Because you're not meant to shave your fucking face and neck all the time in that way. And then I remember being enlisted and having to carry around my shaving waiver literally in my pocket. Even when it was electronically sent to like my squadron, etc. This and that. And it's just like you're constantly challenged on it because you're, you're looked at to get fucked with. So picture this. I, I I want this to make sense. You're walking around. You're walking to work or you're on a lunch break or something like that. You could be in, in the Air Force. They call it the BX, the base exchange. Or if you're on another post, you can be at the PX, the post exchange, right? And an, a, a ranking member can literally come up to you and be like, hey, did you shave today? And you can talk to them and say, I have a shaving waiver. No, I didn't. And let's say you didn't have that shaven waiver on you. You can be reprimanded. That's the military life. And like that, and that's the sacrifice some people talk about. Now, again, some people are like, yo, they got saving Private Ryan in their head. And it's like, nah, I'm talking about really simple things. I, I only want to stick to the simple things right now because I want to not only keep your attention, but I don't want to go way over your head. I just want you to understand how shitty it is for the black veteran. And I want to talk about it on Veterans Day because I see a lot of uh, rosy pictures. I see a lot of graveyards. I see a lot of American flags and uh, talking about how we fought for freedom and stuff like that. And I feel exceptionally pissed off about that conversation because... Black veterans can't speak out without reprisal, mind you, can't speak out on social injustice and still go to work not bothered by their peers. So Colin Powell, for example, in a an American general, black dude. Everyone thought was probably going to be the first black president. He he went through a lot. I've read a few of his books. I read his autobiography. I don't remember off the top of my head. But I, I got to tell you, he was groomed to be a general. But even he was no exception to, unfortunately, the black rules that come with being a black veteran. And it's mind-boggling to me. And I don't understand how people don't see that this holds talent back. So much more could really get done if the concept of oppressing people was just beneath a majority of everyone. I just wanted to speak on the Black veteran topic for a little bit. Maybe I might do it again. I've lost friendships over race this year. And that's fucking hilarious. 
I outed just blatantly racist friends. And then I, I still can call them a friend because I got nothing but love for them. And I corrected them out of love. But it doesn't mean it was well received. And they are the so-called white person in various forms. But um, I just don't want the black veteran to not be heard. I think you deserve a voice. I deserve a voice. And if you're ever interested in hearing or talking about your liberation, even while you still stay in the military branch you're in, I like to talk to you. I like to help you out. There's ways it can happen. Um, look, if I could have stayed enlisted and did dog training, dog handling, even commission and go that route, I probably would have, but like I needed control of my life. But the number one factor was I was done not only being reminded how black or second rate or how differently black I am. I just wanted to be free and the black veteran isn't. And my country is supposed to be about freedom. A lot of this is off the dome. I thought I probably should have like put some structure to this, but I just wanted to like get this off my actual mind, get it off my chest. And maybe it'll be an ever-evolving thing we could talk about. But the black veteran not only needs a voice, but needs to be heard. The shaven waiver situation I talked about earlier, I, I hope that gets rectified. I remember upon exiting my uh, enlistment, you, I think you were no longer allowed to just go up to random Black people in particular, and just ask them for their shaving waiver or demand it or something like that because it was electronic now. And even some branches, you can have a, a fuzz beard in a way, like the Navy, for example. I think that was just the thing that came down. The only reason why I'm aware of any is because I'm always going to have a, a, a plethora, a bunch of enlisted friends and... um it's just we end up talking about, unfortunately, odd things. It's rarely ever about their progression. They they manage to talk about it and want to talk about it, but there's also a place where they need to get shit off their chest, man. And I want you to know you're not out of your mind. You're not crazy. You're not bitching. You're not doing any of that stuff that some people would like to make you think you're out doing. You need to get this off your, off your chest. You need to get this off your mental so you can focus on bigger and better things. The three pillars I always want you to focus on, your your in-home business, your real estate business, and your investment portfolio for stocks. So I mentioned how the military is the most progressive establishment in America, and I still hold true to that, but I also want to continuously point out that it needs to be better it has to be better a majority of the pictures in a professional development program in the air force specifically are caucasian people and i remember one of my friends 
love him to death, was like, well, majority of the military is is white. And I was like, maybe, but there's plenty of black people here that have no representation. And that really matters, man, especially in like grooming and, and dress and appearance. There's nothing wrong with standards, but we all aren't created the same way. And I bring up the shaving waiver example because it's the easiest one to point out. And we're not talking about coloring hair or anything like that. We're talking about just the way you're born. That shit's crazy to me. Trans people have decent rights in the military, maybe not the whole time under Trump. Let's get that straight. I remember when homosexuals no longer had to stay in the closet about their sexuality. I think it was like September 2012, where Obama <clears throat> had a chance to sign some legislation for that. I was um, pretty much on a vacation at IUD, and that shit was awesome. I was so happy for him. And I think trans people are going to get the same thing, especially with Biden in office now. But black people, I'm wondering, when are you going to speak up? And demand more for yourself. Even in the military. It's literally your fucking right. I know people talk about giving up your rights in the military and stuff like that. But this is a different generation. We're not going to sing that same song. I don't want to be on a video. And have another young black person watch it 30 years down the line. Be like damn that sucked. We're not from that era anymore. We're not about that. We're about give me what I'm inherently deserving of, which is just basic humanity. And if you don't, I'm willing to burn this bitch down. And I hope every veteran, and specifically black veterans, but even the allies, I hope you bring that same energy because that's what's demanded. After all, you're American, right? We didn't become a country off of only conversations. I do want to, um, I do want to touch on uh, losing racist friends this year, which is pretty liberating in of itself. But I'm also happy about the allies who pointed out a lot of a lot of decent stuff with their own friendships regarding race, for example particularly the black veteran and how uh, you don't matter until you're wearing a uniform. There's plenty of people who are showing the disrespect they get once they're out of uniform versus the odd respect that they get when they're in uniform. This is the life of a black veteran. It's super odd. If you conform to the American value, which is intertwined with white supremacy, intertwined in racism, then you are acceptable. But if you look like a regular black member of society, you are suspect. You're in question. Now intensify that in your workshop in your squadron, in your platoon, anything like that. That same energy is in there. And I think it's the chain of commands do a decent job of suppressing that. 
We're in the year where it's just now being recognized to remove Confederate flags from every military base. Not every branch, but every military base for the Marines. And I love that, man. That's why the military is one of the most progressive entities in America. Because I can't tell you how many times I had a problem with a supervisor. Flaunting that shit, man. Like right in front of me. Talking to me about heritage. And I'm thinking like, motherfucker, did we read the same history books? And I'm not even talking about like that washed down public school history shit. Like, I grew up in the era of the internet, man. There's like nothing you can't really know. There's even more stuff you can challenge. But in 2020, you still got motherfuckers in the military repping the Confederacy. If that's not ass backwards, I don't know what is. This guy has to be a general by now, but last time I checked, his name is Ty Sigil. He's a professor in the military, the Army specifically. I mean, fucking even Prager University had him on, and dude is a historian. He talked about how the Army is a, is, is a branch, an entity that defeated the Confederacy. He wore the classic uniform that was there to that was there to be worn when fighting the Confederacy. So I guess to wrap all this up is um, the black veteran. Not only do you need a voice, you're heard with me and uh, you're not crazy. You're not out of your mind. I want you to know you are justified in your instincts of your enlistment or your prior service. I do want to thank some special people in the spirit of Ishmael Brown. I want to thank you for your service. Rest in power, Flo, John Livingston, David Banner, your people that should be thanked for the service. Mark AA one day one, I'm out.